Lakshmi Gunashekar is only 21 years old, but is already highly experienced in tackling corruption. So what I do is sometimes when I go to the office, uh, if the official says, please come back later, like I'm not ready to move out of this place until you get this done for me. I pull a chair and sit down in front of the person. It makes them very nervous and jittery. She has been running operations for three years at Fifth Pillar, an organization based in the city of Chennai in the southern tip of India. The uh, most important piece of advice we give to any individual when they come to us is not to act violently or be rude or raise your voice in front of an official. Give the respect that he deserves as another individual. At the same time, be firm about what you want and not to leave the building until you get your job done. So that is something that we've taken from the uh, non-corporation movement from Gandhi. This NGO, whose name invokes the power of the people in a democracy, was founded in 2007 by Vijay Anand, an Indian engineer working in the U.S., who decided to do something about the widespread corruption gripping his home country. Today still, the organization has only two small offices in the southern Indian state of Tamil Nadu and just a handful of full-time members. But it has made a name for itself and a mark on the country by mobilizing thousands of people with two forms of action, right-to-information requests, and the use of something called the zero-rupee note. The note is a blatantly false oversized purple bill complete with Gandhi's portrait and handed to any official who asks for a bribe. Every time someone sees a zero-rupee note, it reminds them that they have to be a more uh, honest individual, honest being and never to give a bribe. It has that effect on a person when they see the zero-rupee note. Omesh Natarajan has witnessed the power of the zero-rupee note. This retired bus conductor from the southern part of Tamil Nadu reached out to Fifth Pillar over a land dispute. The organization assisted him in getting his land title, cutting through red tape to prove he was the rightful owner. Afterwards, Natarajan decided to pay it forward by volunteering for Fifth Pillar on a regular basis, distributing zero rupee notes to people in his district and giving talks in schools. The zero rupee note is a very good weapon. It instills fear in corrupt officials and it forces them to be ashamed of what they are doing. There was a 70-year-old lady who was trying to get admission for her kids in an engineering college. She needed a land title for her application and she got it as soon as she gave the note to the officials. I've issued around 5,000 notes in my district and used it in several departments. A simple yet effective tool, the Zero Rupee Note has grabbed the attention of many Indians as well as the attention of the international media. The note communicates that not only will a person not pay a bribe, but also that they are not alone. They are part of a movement of people who support them in ending corruption. Fifth Pillar estimates that 2.5 million notes have been distributed across the country in the last nine years. While the overall impact is difficult to quantify, Lakshmi Gunashekar and the volunteers that work with her have countless first-hand anecdotes of its success. Since the uh, day we started distributing the Zidorupa notes, we've gotten callbacks from people saying, I used it today and I got my job done uh, without the bribe. We've also not heard back from a lot of people. And sometimes people know something like this exists and people approach us when they have a need. One such person is Paneer Karapusami, a disabled man who runs a small telephone booth a few miles down the road from Fifth Pillar's headquarters. He recently approached Fifth Pillar a year after being handed a zero-rupee note during a street campaign by the organization. He knew they had a wide range of expertise in confronting authority. Gunashekar hops on her motorcycle to pay him a visit and help address his problem. She brings along a young volunteer named Surya Ponukalai. The grievance he's, uh, he called us with is uh, there's water entering his house because the roads have not been scrapped before they were late. 
So what he wants the government to do is scrap the road and relay it. Also make way for the water to go behind in the canal uh, and not in this house. Uh, Surya is the RTI coordinator here. She's going to help him file an RTI. In India, RTI stands for Right to Information and is a new and powerful tool for citizens to obtain crucial information from public bodies within 30 days and thereby pressure the authorities to conform to the law. Nikhil Day is part of the handful of activists who successfully fought for the drafting of the RTI Act, a landmark bill which finally came into law in 2005. To me, why RTI is so powerful as a tool and as a movement is because it is not dependent on any organization. It's gone well beyond that. It's people who are frustrated, angry, trying to do something. And that's why, again, the RTI is, is really a fundamental change because it forced those in power to answer the most ordinary person. So it shifted power. In India, this new crusade against corruption has been likened by some to a second freedom struggle. It has become a hot topic and the movement saw massive protests in several cities in 2011. It even spawned a new political party, which won a landslide victory in the Delhi regional elections last year. But not everyone is convinced that things are really improving. Isha Kandilwal is a young lawyer who fights for the rights of rural Indians. For her, anti-corruption actions like the Zero Rupee campaign are being blown out of proportion. Of course, it affects general public at large, but that is not the biggest issue in our country right now or ever for that matter. And it can't be solved just by stopping bribery or something. Back in Chennai, Fifth Pillar's small office is struggling to match the growth of the Zero Rupee Note and RTI campaigns by growing itself as an organization. Still subsidized by its inspirational founder, it is now looking for a more sustainable way forward by broadening its partnerships and donor base. For now, its director, Gunashekar, has to rely on just a few helpful hands to man the organization's corruption hotline, conduct RTI training sessions, and give freedom from corruption lectures at schools and universities. So it's a regular saying that goes, right? It's better to teach someone to fish than uh, giving them fish to eat. Now we'd like to build a system on how to teach people to fish. Despite its limitations, Fifth Pillar tries to keep the flame of Gandhi's legacy alive. Like the iconic leader of the Indian freedom struggle with the filing of RTIs, as well as more media-friendly shock tactics in the form of the Zero Rupee Note, which also bear tangible results. For human rights activist Nikhil Day, organizations like this one, no matter how small, continue to play a role in the larger movement for social change. I think in that sense, people fighting corruption and the strength of an anti-corruption movement is growing. And where organizations like Fifth Pillar have a role to play is to try and connect with and tie up some of these people to give them the much needed little additional support they need. You have to innovate because if you really want to, to use what Gandhi did, it was at one time in one way. You have to do something else. For America Abroad, I'm Antoine Guinard.